ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى واذكروا ايام الله لعلكم تتذكرون واذكروا ايام الله بنصر اوليائه لعلكم تشكرون واذكروا ايام الله بخذلان اعدائه لعلكم تتقون واذكروا ايام الله اذا نزل للقضاء بين عباده فقضى بينهم بفضله وعدله لعلكم توقنون ان نصر الله لاوليائه في كل زمان ومكان وامه هو نصر للحق وذله للباطل واخذ للمتكبر ونعمه على المؤمنين الى قيام الساعه لقد ارسل الله موسى صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى نبينا واخوانهما من النبيين والمرسلين ارسله الى فرعون بالايات البينات ودعاه الى التوحيد الى توحيد رب الارض ارض والسماوات فقال فرعون منكرا وجاحدا وما رب العالمين فانكر الرب العظيم فانكر الرب العظيم الذي قامت بامره الارض والسماوات وكان له ايه في كل شيء فاجابه موسى هو رب السماوات والارض وما بينهما ان كنتم موقنين ففي السماوات والارض وما بينهما من الايات ما يوجب الايقان ما يوجب الايقان للموقنين 
فقال فرعون لمن حوله ساخرا ومستهزئا بموسى ألا تستمعون فذكره موسى بأصله وأنه مخلوق من العدم وصائر إلى العدم كما عدم آباؤه الأولون فقال موسى هو ربكم ورب آبائكم الأولين وحينئذ بهت فرعون فادعى دعوى المكابر المغبون فقال إن رسولكم الذي أرسل إليكم لمجنون فطعن بالرسول والمرسل فرد عليه موسى ذلك وبين له أن الجنون إنما هو إنكار الخالق العظيم فقال رب المشرق والمغرب وما بينهما إن كنتم تعقلون فلما عجز فرعون عن رد الحق لجأ إلى ما لجأ إليه العاجزون المتكبرون من الإرهاب فتوعد موسى بالاعتقال والسجن وخاب فقال لئن اتخذت إلها غيري لأجعلنك من المسجونين ولم يقل لأسجننك ليزيد في إرهاب موسى وإن لدى فرعون من القوة والسلطان والنفوذ ما مكنه من سجن الناس الذين سيكون موسى من جملتهم على حد تهديده وإرهابه وما زال موسى يأتي بالآيات كالشمس وفرعون يحاول بكل مجهوداته ودعاياته أن يقضي عليها بالرد والطمس حتى قال لقومه يا قومه أليس لي ملك مصر وهذه الأنهار تجري من تحتي أفلا تبصرون أم أنا خير من هذا الذي هو مهين ولا يكاد يبين فلولا ألقي عليه أسورة من ذهب أو جاء معه الملائكة مقترنين فاستخف قومه فأطاعوه إنهم كانوا قوما فاسقين فلما آسفون انتقمنا منهم فأغرقناهم أجمعين فجعلناهم سلفا ومثلا للآخرين وكان من قصة إغراقهم أن الله أوحى إلى موسى أن يصري بقومه ليلا من مصر فاهتم لذلك فرعون اهتماما عظيما فأرسل في جميع مدائن مصر أن يحشر الناس للوصول إليه لأمر يريده الله فجمع فرعون قومه وخرج في إثر موسى متجهين إلى جهة البحر الأحمر فلما تراء الجمعان قال أصحاب موسى إنا لمدركون البحر أمامنا فإن خضناه غرقنا وفرعون وقومه خلفنا فإن وقفنا أدركنا فقال موسى 
خارجين وتكامل فرعون بجنوده داخلين أمر الله البحر أن يعود إلى حاله فانطبق على فرعون وجنوده فكانوا من المغرقين فانظروا رحمكم الله إلى ما في هذه القصة من العبر والآيات كيف كان فرعون يقتل أبناء بني إسرائيل خوفا من موسى فتربى موسى في بيته تحت حجر امرأته وكيف قابل موسى هذا الجبار العنيد مصرحا معلنا بالحق هاتفا به ألا إن ربكم هو الله رب العالمين فأنجاه الله منه وكيف كان الماء السيال شيئا جامدا كالجبال بقدرة الله وكان الطريق يبسا لا وحل فيه في الحال وكيف أهلك الله هذا الجبار العنيد بمثل ما كان يفتخر به فقد كان يفتخر بالأنهار التي تجري من تحته فأهلك بالماء ولا شك أن ظهور آيات الله في مخلوقاته نعمة كبرى يستحق عليها الحمد والشكر خصوصا إذا كانت في نصر أولياء الله وحزبه ودحر أعداء الله وحزبه ولذلك لما قدم النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المدينة وجد اليهود يصومون اليوم العاشر من هذا الشهر شهر المحرم ويقولون إن إنه يوم نجى الله فيه موسى وقومه وأهلك فرعون وقومه فصامه موسى شكرا فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فنحن أحق بموسى منكم فصامه وأمر الناس بصيامه وسئل النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عن صيامه فقال أحتسب على الله أن يكفر السنة التي قبله فينبغي للمسلم أن يصوم يوم عاشورا وكذلك اليوم التاسع لتحصل بذلك مخالفة اليهود التي أمر الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم بها أقول قول هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله It is in this month of Muharram that an event took place from the events of history from the nations that went by and that was the event regarding Musa alayhi salam and Pharaoh it is mentioned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
sent Musa alayhi salam with all of the evidences, all of the proofs for Tawheed, for worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. However, Fir'aun refused to accept those evidences, refused to accept those clear proofs, and instead he was arrogant and haughty, and he refused to accept the da'wah of Musa alayhi salam. And instead he began to reject it, and he began to say, وَمَا رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ And what is this Lord of the worlds? Saying to Musa alayhi salam, what is this Lord of yours? So Musa alayhi salam replied and informed him, رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا إِن كُنْتُمْ مُوقِنِينَ That is the Lord of the heavens and the earths, and all of that which is in between, if indeed you are upon that certainty. So he continued with this da'wah to Fir'aun, but Fir'aun continued to refuse, continued to reject, and he began to say to his people in mocking Musa alayhi salam, إِنَّ رَسُولَكُمُ الَّذِي أُرْسِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ لَمَجْنُونَ that this messenger who has been sent to you, he is a madman. This messenger who has been sent to you, he is a madman. But Musa salam was not put off from continuing with the da'wah. So he continued with the call to Tawheed, continued calling Pharaoh and the people to the worship of Allah alone. And he continued to tell them, رَبُّ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْقِلُونَ That this is the Lord of the East and the West and everything in between. If indeed you understand, he continued calling them to the worship of Allah alone. But Pharaoh continued in rejection. And eventually when Pharaoh had no other reply, he had no other response to the da'wah of Musa alayhi salam and he couldn't refute it. Then he began to threaten Musa alayhi salam. He began to threaten him and he told him that I will throw you into prison with all of the other prisoners. With all of the other prisoners already in there. لَإِنِ اتَّخَذْتَ إِلَهًا غَيْرِ لَجْعَلَنَّكَ مِنَ الْمَسْجُونِينَ He said to him, if you take another deity besides me, then I will cast you into prison with the other prisoners. This was the threat that he gave him, showing him that he already had plenty of other people in jail. He already had the ability to easily lock people up. So he said to him, I'll throw you into jail with the other prisoners. But still, Musa salam was not deterred. But you see the statement of Pharaoh continuing to reject this da'wah. He said to his people, Ya qawmi li mulku Misr. He said, my people, Pharaoh said, Have I not got the kingdom of Egypt? Mine is the kingdom of Egypt. And he said to them, Pharaoh said to them, My kingdom of Egypt, 
and look at these rivers that flow between us or below us these rivers that flow beneath us am ana khairun min hadha alladhi huwa maheen and i am i not better pharaoh said am i not better than this man who is degraded am i not better than him so pharaoh continued upon this way but then eventually when he refused to accept allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then commanded musa alayhi salam and those with him to leave that land and to leave and go away from pharaoh and to flee from pharaoh so when they went pharaoh did not wish for them to escape and so he gathered the people and gathered the armies to go in chase of musa alayhi salam and the people with him so musa alayhi salam and the believers they went towards the sea and as they came towards the red sea they found themselves trapped they could not get across the sea but when they turned around to find another way backwards they could not because pharaoh and his army had already arrived behind them so they could not go forward into the sea they would drown and they could not go back any other way they would be caught by the army of pharaoh so it is mentioned in the quran how they said inna lamudrakun they said to musa we've been caught we have been caught that is it but then musa alayhi salam he mentions kalla inna ma'iya rabbi sayahdin that nay indeed my lord is with me he will guide us he kept his trust in allah the tawakkul upon allah and certainly allah saved him and the believers so allah commanded musa alayhi salam to strike his staff into the sea and so when he struck it into the sea it opened up into 12 pathways the water of the sea standing side by side like mountain solid so musa alayhi salam and his people the believers they went through and they went and they escaped from the other side when fir'aun and his army came in chase they went into those pathways too but when they were in those pathways then allah commanded the water to collapse once again and so it collapsed upon pharaoh and his army and they were destroyed years later when muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam entered medina when he came to medina he found that the jews were fasting on the 10th of muharram fasting on the day what is known as the day of ashura so he asked them why they were fasting on that day what was the significance of that day so they told him this day is the day that allah saved musa and the believers bani israel this is the day that allah saved musa and destroyed pharaoh so the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to them we are more deserving of musa alayhi salam than you 
We are more deserving of that. And so the Prophet ﷺ fasted on that day and ordered the people to fast on that day. And that is why we fast on the 10th of Muharram, the day of Ashura. But then on top of that, there is a sunnah to oppose the way of the other religions, to oppose the way of the Jews who used to fast on the 10th. And that is that the Prophet ﷺ instructed us to also fast on the 9th. He said if he lived until the next year, he would fast the 9th also. So you should fast the two days, the 9th and the 10th, in order to oppose the way of the people of the book, who used to fast the 10th only. And in that way you will be practicing the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ in fasting these two days that are coming up next week. Similarly, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned to us the great reward of these days or the great reward of fasting Ashura. And that is that the Prophet ﷺ said, يُكَفِّرُ السَّنَةَ الْمَاضِيَةِ that it will expiate the sins of the previous year. Expiation of the sins of a year. So certainly it is not something we should be negligent of. These days of fasting with such great rewards to them. They are not days that we should be negligent of. So strive, O believers, in fasting these days of the sunnah. Fasting these days that are prescribed for a great reward. It is only a single day, the fasting of Ashura, and then the ninth at Tasu'a with it to oppose the people of the book. And the reward mentioned for that is the expiation of a whole year of sins. So certainly we should strive to practice and implement the sunnah in every regard that we can. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وأقم الصلاة